0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from Ambercade Christian Centre. So, welcome to this third and final podcast in this new series that we've called Kingdom Living, God and Rest, uh, where we've been looking particularly at the subject of Sabbath, the whole idea of, of resting. In the first podcast, I introduced the subject and talked a little bit about the difference between religious observance, Sabbath being about religious tick list of do's and don'ts, versus This whole idea of divine intention, God's original plan for rest. Rest being necessary for our wholeness, our healing and our restoration. And then in the second podcast we did five things. Let me talk about these quickly. We saw how creation was completed by this final act of God creating rest. Uh, We discovered how God attributed a special designation to Sabbath by calling it holy. This idea that there's a boundary space in time. Thirdly, we thought about how God is the architect of both work and rest. Sabbath rest doesn't devalue work; it attests to, or it speaks of its value. Then, fourthly, reading Deuteronomy, we started to grasp how God uses this to remind Israel that Israel that they uh, that he was their redeemer. Rest reminds us that God is our rescuer. And lastly, we saw. How Sabbath, how rest, reminds us that work, our job role, doesn't define us. So critical in a performance-driven age. So in this third third po- podcast, what I'm going to do is to share some very practical ways in which we can make Sabbath rest a practical reality in our lives. Let me begin by making this very important point. We have to give ourselves to building a Sabbath to building rest rest won't happen unless we're intentional about it and uh, to illustrate this i'm going to use a quote from a seminal little book by abraham joshua heschel called the sabbath and he says this the sabbath itself is a sanctuary we build a sanctuary in time let me say that again the sabbath itself is a sanctuary we build It's a sanctuary in time. His point is that Sabbath doesn't just mysteriously materialize. We have to commit to build a sanctuary in time where we intentionally step out of the world of labor, ministry, profit, performance, personal gain, etc., etc., the pursuit of the bigger and better, into the rest of God. Many describe time as the most precious commodity Uh, that there is because all of us i guess whatever your age um it's an ever depleting resource if i use the biblical expression without being too morbid if lifetime is judged to be three score years and ten then there is this sense in literally the clock is ticking and that for all of us death is getting even closer um against that backdrop our temporal world shouts to us loudly You need to make the most of every minute. And as a consequence, we can so easily respond to this call and end up filling our lives with more and more frenetic activity and take little or no time to rest. Rather than taking some responsibility of exercising some control over time, we become prisoners to our prevailing performance-driven culture. And often it feels like time is out of our hands, if I was to point us to one ancient rabbi, he suggests that the fundamental distinction separating the free man from the slave is indeed the control of time. He makes the point that the ultimate sentence takes time out of our hands and gives it to another. Trying to recover the control of time it, for all of us is no mean feat. It really is difficult. Um, but, but this is essential. Following the liberation from slavery... The people of Israel, in celebrating Sabbath, they celebrate the recovery of the control of time. So in that story, in redeeming Israel, God takes time out of the hands of the Egyptians, out of the pharaonic system that demands more and more and more, and gives it back to his people. A great thought. So that's all good stuff, Adrian, but how do we begin, how do we begin to build a sanctuary in time? Well, I'm going to suggest five ways that you can find rest for your souls. Try and be as practical as possible, and this will be a shorter podcast than those that have been before. So number one, firstly, how about trying? Be spontaneous. Let's call this time that's unplanned. For those of you who like everything planned out, this will be a little bit more difficult, but I'd encourage you, really give it a go. Take a day, and do whatever comes into your mind or heart. Let me try and illustrate this in a, in a sort of, sort of uh, way from the book of Leviticus. Well, We read in this book about the Sabbath year for the land. Literally uh, a whole year of rest for the land. So this Sabbath year became a year in which the land was totally given over to rest. No crop was planted. The land simply yielded whatever happened to grow from it. It's a fascinating thought. This form of, let's call it, complete work stoppage and ceasing from being governed by that ever-growing jobs list helps us to avoid all forms of sort of planned, organised activity that can so easily become another form of work or labour. So, number one. Try and break out. Try being spontaneous. Take a day and do whatever comes in to your mind and heart. Secondly, and here's a thought, what about a time for a hobby? Uh, lots of us haven't got time for a hobby, you know. Well, I, I'd really encourage you to try and make some time for a hobby. What is it that's pleasurable for you? Um, but does take some sort of expertise and ability. Again, here there's a good farming metaphor that works well. Uh, just as crop rotation improves soil condition, uh, and in doing so, um, it replaces the nutrients and therefore increases fertility, so too, I think, engaging our hearts and minds and souls in different ways can help to replenish us physically, I would say, emotionally, and even spiritually. Taking time to do something totally different, I think, can be hugely beneficial. Uh, Hobbies and these type of activities will vary from person to person. I appreciate that. For some, it could be hiking or walking. For others, dancing or maybe sport. Um, It could be anything, probably, from carpentry to music, cooking or baking. You know, the list goes on endlessly. But hobbies can be a real practical way of building, of creating Some boundary time, a sanctuary in time, which can replenish us physically, emotionally and spiritually. So, take up a hobby or pursue your hobby. This is one of the ways we can practically create or build this sanctuary in time. Thirdly, taking some time for contemplation. Um, Carve out some time in your diary. For contemplation. What what you, what do I mean by that? For many of us, the thought of cont- contemplation sounds maybe a little bit self-indulgent and contrary to a gospel of self-sacrifice. Uh, others may be mistakenly associate with mysticism or even paganism. No, 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 no. Contemplation offers, um, and uh, uh, sorry, con- it, it often involves um, solitude. Uh, this idea of of a space to pray, for reading, for reflecting and perhaps even journaling uh, your thoughts, writing down your thoughts as a means of listening to the work of the Holy Spirit in you and through you and and his work um, for you. Uh, And and I think this process um, replenishes us inwardly and um, in a sense is is an extension of our resting in Christ and all that he's accomplished for us. Uh, The writer in Hebrews articulates so eloquently about how the Old Testament writers unknowingly um, record practices that point towards or forward to Christ. And the writer of the Hebrews talks of Jesus, the true man, for example, in chapter 2. Christ is the great deliverer in chapter 3. And he's also the true Sabbath in chapter 4. Christ is our Sabbath. And then we read in chapter 5 about how Christ is the true high priest, etc. Read Hebrews for yourself. So Christ is our true Sabbath. Our ultimate rest is found in Christ. Hebrews 4 says this. So there is a special rest still awaiting the people of God. Let us enter the rest that God has established, not through our toil and our labor, Really interesting words, aren't they? Not through our toil and our labour, but through the finished work of Christ. So if we see Christ as our true Sabbath, then then contemplation, reflection, prayer, journaling, reading has a great role in helping us to enter God's rest. So as I've encouraged you to take up a hoppy, a, a hobby, even a hobby, or be spontaneous, I'd encourage you, set aside some time to stop, to sit down, and to contemplate Christ. Fourthly, uh, and this is very difficult for us in in our 20th century world, be present in the moment. Be present in the moment. So often, um, there's an endless variety and number of priorities all vying uh, to captivate our attention. You could say even that the promise of the 20th century that technology would make our lives easier seems to have already become this this dim memory. In fact, it could be argued that they're compelling examples or instances where the opposite is actually true. Uh, For example, rather than labor saving, tablet technology in all its shapes and sizes seems to enslave us by adding to our never-ending to-do list. I've got videos to watch, I've got posts to make, I've got posts to catch up with, I've got things to like, I've got. You know, it really does demand a lot of our attention. And I think it's fair to say, humanity in many ways seems more distracted today than ever before. And one of the ways we, we try and remedy the situation, our approach to dealing with these distractions, is, um, is multitasking. <laughs> Uh, multitasking has increasingly become the means by which we sort of manage this multitude of demands that require our time and concentration. And so really plate spinning has become the order of the day. Walter Brueggemann, in his book, Sabbath as Resistance, puts it like this. Multitasking is the drive to be more than we are, to control more than we do, to extend our power of effectiveness Such practice yields a divided self with full attention given to nothing. Let me repeat that because it's a stunning little quote and I think very applicable to all of us. Multitasking is the drive to be more than we are, to control more than we do, to extend our power and effectiveness. Such practice yields a divided self with full attention given to nothing. Now, he really has told us in that little quote, but I think he could just be true. I was recently deeply challenged by a friend um, when they talked to me of their request to be present in the moment and to resist the endless number of voices uh, that saw, that seem to drive them on. So, um, let me challenge you. Stopping, standing still are behaviours that we need to recover from this frenetic, pressured schedule so many of us have. I really believe that. Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 give us the account of God contemplating and reflecting. We see God backing up and viewing all that he's made. As he stands back, he says, "Mm, it's good, it's good. You see, God has... No distraction to defeat, he simply stands back and he takes time to be present in the moment. We somehow need to defeat distraction, silence those voices that sort of beckon us forward and take time to simply enjoy the beauty of God's world. And I think this has the potential to refresh us and to energize us in unique ways that perhaps other forms of resting don't. So, on our fourth practical suggestion, let me leave with you another thought from Abraham Joshua Heschel. And he says this. It's not a thing that lends significance to a moment. It's a moment that lends significant significance to a thing. Let me say that again and try not to make such a hash of it. It's not a thing that lends significance to the moment. It's a moment lends significance to a thing so be present in the moment and then lastly fifthly take time with family and friends take time with family and friends in hebraic tradition the sabbath is seen as the single most important building block of being faithfully jewish and indeed being faithful to god Rest is at the core of their common, collected life. On Friday nights, all work stops, family members return home, and they celebrate with a Shabbat meal, a Sabbath meal. The following 24 hours is seen as a time to connect, to connect with God, firstly, to connect with yourself, to connect with family, and, of course, to connect with a wider Jewish nation. Stopping, that stopping work, is a critical key to sustaining all of their relationships. Well, I'm sure you say, well, we aren't Jewish, we aren't Jewish, and we're not, you know. Uh, And of course, you are absolutely right. But I wonder if there's something that we can learn from their faithfulness. We should take time to nurture and cherish relationships, intentionally creating time to spend with family and friends, giving them your full attention is of limitless value. As relational creatures, we're made in God's image. Living in isolation was never a part of God's scheme for us. Time spent with each other, free from distraction, the texting, the emails, the phone, can replenish us, renew us and nourish us in ways that others cannot. Whether introvert or extrovert, being known and accepted for who you are comes through cultivating strong relational bonds. Switch off the TV then. Put away your phone. Sit around a table. Eat together. Talk. May God refresh your souls. So let me recap. Rest, Sabbath, requires us to intentionally build a sanctuary in time. And I've talked about five practical ways we can do this. Let me remind you. Number one, be spontaneous. Break free from that jobs list. It'll still be waiting for you when you get back. Use a hobby as a structured way of work, of stopping work. Work stoppage is one of the ways that we could describe that. And creating a space, a sanctuary in time. Think about contemplation. Time set aside for prayer, reading, reflection, and maybe even journaling. Be present in the moment. And here we have to say no to multitasking and plate spinning. And lastly, time with family and friends. Invest your full attention in relationships you hold dear. Well, this concludes our first block of whole church family teaching, Kingdom of Living, God and Rest. And uh, uh, we have a Zoom discussion. If you want to join us on the 23rd of June at 8pm, let me know via email. If you would like to be a part of that, or call me and I'll send you the link. Well, all I have to say then is God bless you um, as you work out how to make rest a part of your life. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Ambulkirk Christian Centre. For more information about who we are, what we believe, and how you can get involved, check out our website at